Hi, friends. Whew. Happy Sunday, you guys. I hope you're having such an incredible day. I'm tired. <laughs> Can I say that? I'm tired. This week has been long, and it's definitely been one of those weeks where I've just been like, okay, whew. Got to take it day by day because if I think too long term, I'm going to get freaked out that this is my life. Like, can we just be real? Can we just be real on this podcast? Do you ever feel that way? Like you're working a job or you're you're in school and you're like, okay, if I, if I look too long term, I'm going to freak out because I'm so exhausted that I, I can't. I can't do that. I can't think long term or else I will, you know, have like the spins of craziness because I'm going to be so freaked out. I've got to take this day by day. That's been one of those, this has been one of those weeks where I'm just like, okay, let's get through today. Okay, let's get through another call. Okay, let's like breaking it down to literally the hour of my day. That is where I'm at. And there's something really powerful about that. There's also something, that's actually not what I wanted to talk about today. (laughs) But I do think that's really important because a lot of times I think if we, it's important to think long-term, it's important to plan, but sometimes you've got to remember there's something super powerful about getting back to the basics. There's something super powerful about splitting up your day to the minute if you have to. If you're in a season of life where you're struggling thinking long-term, you're like, is this my life? Is this actually what it's going to look like the next 60 plus years, 10 plus years? Maybe it's 10 plus months I don't know something super powerful so I know it was um it was veterans day the yesterday and um someone very special in my life is in the marine corps and he said you know when you go to um it's called OCS but basically it's like boot camp he says everybody tells you um the same the same thing they say don't think of it as it's a 10 week thing right it's super hard that's why it's called boot camp but um they say you don't look at it as 10 weeks you've got to split it up into literally you have to split your day up into two parts you've got to think mentally in the morning okay let me make it to lunch and then in the afternoon you have to say okay let me make it until I can go to sleep and you do that every day for 10 weeks you don't look at it as this long 10-week program you split it up day by day if you're in a season of life right now where you're struggling with the long term, if you're struggling thinking you're going to be here for a long time, split it up. Get to that next moment of your day. Have little things in your day you can look forward to. All right, that's a little little piece of sugar to this cup of tea podcast. That's not even what I was going to talk about. Um, but that's a slight rant for me. Okay, today I wanted to talk about um, this idea of when can I stop proving myself? I read this in Brene's, I know, I know I mentioned this a couple weeks ago. I'm reading Brene Brown's book, The um, the Gifts of Imperfection. I finished it probably by the time you listened to this, like three weeks ago. <laughs> um, but super good. And there was this, this line in there today that said, when can I stop proving myself? And it, it literally stopped me in my tracks because I resonate with that so much. In fact, this internal drive I have to like constantly be affirming my worth and proving my value and proving my I don't even know it's like proving my enoughness right it's good it produces a lot of things but it's also really detrimental because I feel like I never get to that place where enough is enough right and I don't think we've ever we ever get to that place in life like I think we're always 
if you're constantly growing and constantly becoming the person you're supposed to, you're never going to get to this place where you're like, okay, I proved myself. I am enough. My life is, is good. No, you never get there. But I do think that there's something super powerful in understanding like, Yes, always strive for the better version of yourself, but understand you are already enough and valuable and worthy and loved just now as you are. Heck, you are already enough and valuable and worthy and loved before you even were able to walk and speak. Like before you ever did anything besides cry and poop, you were already good enough and you were already loved. You didn't have to prove yourself in any sort of way. In fact, let's just stay there for a second. Like think when you were a baby, did you, did you get it in your head that like somehow you had to be good enough before you earned the right to cry for someone's attention, to cry for someone's love? No, you just cried because you didn't think about whether you were worthy enough or if you had proved yourself enough or if you had proved yourself valuable or deemed yourself worthy. You just did it. Because you knew you had this innate trigger in you to know that if you cry, if you reach out, your caretaker is going to come take care of you. That was innately in us. That's why babies, they only know how to cry (laughs) and poop. (laughs) is because they know that they don't have to earn their caretaker's love. Right? But over time, this world has a way of making us believe that we as people have to keep reaching for our worth and reaching for our value and reaching for this status of enough. But we were already given that because we're here. The proof that you are enough is in the fact that you are physically here right now. And I think that that's something super important to understand. And if we do really wrap our head around it, we will be able to become these people that strive for things, not to prove our worth, but to express it, to express what God already put in us to make us worthy, his gifts and his love. We're spending so much energy focusing on how we can prove our worth. We're taking energy away on how we can express the worth that we were already given when we entered this world, before we entered this world. I think it's a really scary thing to live into your worth and to live into your value. It is really scary. There's a lot of times I I get really scared. I get really scared to come on these podcasts. Like every single time. I get really scared to speak. Um, I realized like it's so funny. My family, we're in this super tiny house now. So in our old house, it was like I could lock myself in the closet and record podcasts or record Instagram videos or whatever. And no one could really hear me. And the irony is now that I know everybody basically can hear me because this house is so small. I get really self-conscious about it super self-conscious about it and it's so funny because I know there's going to be a lot of people listening to this anyways but it's something about my family listening to it that freaks me out because it makes me uncomfortable to speak what I have to say it makes me uncomfortable to show up as myself without being judged and that's something that I realized is a trigger for me and I want to come on here and say you know this is like a two-part thing When you realize that the worth you were given in you was means to be expressed, not leveraged to prove it, 
you will have all you need to start expressing your gifts that God gave you. But when you get to that point, just know that it's really scary. Brave and afraid are not mutually exclusive. When you do something brave, you are going to be scared. But it's not whether or not you're scared, it's whether or not you do it anyways. Do you show up and express the gifts that God gave you anyways? Even if people judge you, even if you get freaked out because people are looking at you, listening to you, do you do it anyways? Ironically, these two things, brave and afraid, it's almost, I look at it like a mixture, this, these ingredients to this equation of feeling alive. You feel you're most alive when you feel you're most scared, when you feel you're most terrified. But you do that thing anyways. I know I do. So when you get to that point where you understand you don't have to prove yourself to anybody, you are given every single little indication that you are worthy, that you are valuable, that you are worth something when you entered this world. If not, you wouldn't have entered it. God gave you that worth before you even knew who you were, before the world knew who you were. So all these gifts in you are not means to prove your worth, but to express what's already been given to you. But just know when you get to that point of understanding and you start expressing it, it's going to be scary as hell. You are going to be scared. But being brave and being scared are not mutually exclusive. They coincide. And you have a choice. You have a choice. Ask yourself this question this week. That This is my challenge to you. I want you to ask yourself, which is harder? Losing myself, my authentic self, myself that was given the exact gifts God gave me to express to this world with, whether that's writing, speaking, drawing, um, sculpting, whatever it is, or losing the self that the world wants me to be. Which one is harder? Losing your authentic self or losing the self that the world wants you to be? I don't know. I can't answer that for you. I will say though, I will say most people would say that it's harder harder to lose their authentic self, but the way they live out their life is aligned with the latter. The way they live out their life is they do sacrifice their authentic self to live out the self the world wants them to be. I kind of look at these as two different things. Anything in your life that you are applying effort to becoming, to being, to cultivating, that is giving you life, that gives you energy, that gives you vibrance and radiance, to me that aligns with who your authentic self was meant to be. Anything in your life where your efforts leave you exhausted in a drained way, I would look at that is the self the world wants you to be. Life-giving effort, authentic self. Life-exhausting effort, world self. Which one is harder for you to give up?
which one is harder for you to give up? That is not a decision anyone can make but yourself. And I think a lot of us merry-go-round this question because we know the answer that we should say, but we also know the reality that we're living. And it doesn't align with the answer that we we think we should say. Which is, obviously, I'm going to give up what everybody else thinks I should be. I'm going to be me. I'm going to be authentically me. YOLO. All the, like all this crap, right? But we're not living that way. I really want you to ask yourself this. What's the cost of giving up the person that the world wants me to be? And what's the cost of giving up the person that God wants me to be? That God made me to be? Think about it. I really want you to think about it. Because I know for me personally, it is like an everyday battle. (laughs) Like every single day I'm doing things that I know I was made to do. And then every single day I'm also doing things that I know I was not made to do. But for some reason, it's I feel completely compelled to do them to please this person or please that person or to make sure I simply have enough money to put a roof over my head or whatever it is. Do you know what I mean? And it's just hard. It's just really, really freaking hard because there's no right answer. There's no right answer. But I know that when I am, when my schedule is filled with things that I'm doing simply to try to become more of the person the world wants me to be, I am left exhausted and I am continuously feeling like I have to prove myself. And right when I accomplish something, I feel like I have to go prove another thing. But when I am living into the person that God created me to be, I don't feel like I have to prove anything because I feel like I already have everything that I could ever prove. I already have an unconditional love. I already have unconditional acceptance and an unconditional place to be I feel like I already have those things so it's not necessarily about becoming anyone new it's more about unbecoming everything I never was I want you to think about that are you sacrificing who you were made to be to become who you think they want you to be think about your your behaviors, your actions. Look at your schedule. Look at your schedule. See what you make time for. Are you making time for the things that leave you feeling like you were given more life in your spirit? Or is your schedule only filled with things that leave you exhausted? Reality check. If it's only filled with things that leave you continuously feeling drained and exhausted, you're probably also feeling like you constantly have to prove yourself. Because those are not mutually exclusive. And if you are in a place where your schedule looks like that, where your life is consumed by things that are leaving you life exhausted, let's change that. It doesn't have to be... You have to cut off everything that doesn't give you life. I mean, trust me, I, I can't do that. <laughs> I don't think anybody working, you know, whatever can do that. But 
sprinkle in some things that do give you energy. Sprinkle in some things that do fill you up. For me, I have little things I look forward to every single day to try to give me life, give me spirit, make me feel like I am unconditionally loved. Remind me that I already am. All right, you guys, I'm sending you guys so much love. Have an amazing rest of your Sunday. Thank you.